As Rotorua grapples with the future of its emergency housing, the city's schools have been coping with the complex needs of children living in motels. Since the pandemic, schools near Fenton Street have taken in children living in transient accommodation. And while schools try to support their tamariki, often they don't have all the information necessary to do so. Our reporter Tom Taylor and camera operator Marika Habazi have the story. There has to be an end point somewhere. That's what Rotorua principal Nikki Brell says of the instability emergency accommodation is causing in his city. His primary school, Malfoy School, has a roll of 300, about 23 of whom live in emergency housing. But Mr Brell says this number can fluctuate. We don't know every child that's in emergency housing because their circumstances could change from one week to the next. And unless they come in and tell us, we wouldn't know. Mr Brell says support given to schools by various government departments has evolved as the situation in Rotorua develops. He says the government now funds some rental vans to get children to school. Without that resource, uh, we probably would not have achieved uh, the attendance of as many kids as we uh, would have liked. However, Mr Brell is concerned for children who have to move from one school to another as their accommodation circumstances change, sometimes at a moment's notice. In our cluster here, uh, we have three high schools in our immediate area, one intermediate down the road and, and a number of neighbouring primary schools. So it's a good area to you know, establish yourself uh, for the kiddies who are um, in emergency housing. Um, it's hard to determine their future. Down the road, Rotorua Intermediate has a role of about 700 students. The school knows of 32 students living in emergency housing, but says the number could be higher. Learning support coordinator Dean Henderson says part of the difficulty schools face is a lack of knowledge about students' backgrounds. Fenton Street, where all the hotels you know, are, are used for emergency accommodation, is on our back doorstep, so we don't know um, what we're getting. And often students will turn up and they're not from another school with a rotorua, so we're ringing schools in Napier, we're ringing schools in Tauranga, we're ringing schools in Auckland to try and find out what these students' needs are, a little bit more about their background, um, and we're basically being detectives trying to find out how we can support these students best. Mr Henderson says as students in emergency or transitional housing move from primary to intermediate, they become more aware of differences in their home lives compared to their classmates. These are teenage students who are basically trapped in hotel rooms, so they, they basically look around, find peers in the same situation, they're in the middle of the town, they band together, and sometimes you know the temptation to go into town and get up to, to no good is um, too much for some of them. Across the road from Rotorua Intermediate and just a kilometre from Malfoy School, a new Kainga Ora development is in the works. When completed, it'll provide 37 new homes for people in need. But the nearby schools don't know how many extra kids that will bring into the area or what kind of pressure that will place on their school roles. Kainga Ora's regional director in Bay of Plenty, Roxanne Cribb, says the agency is in regular contact with principals of schools near new homes. She says the agency also informs the Ministry of Education how many homes will be built and when they're likely to have school-aged children living in them. Ms Cribb says large developments like the one near Rotorua Intermediate will be home to children of all ages and says early and ongoing conversations will ensure their education needs can be met. 
And our reporter Tom Taylor joins us now in the studio. Tom, some pretty significant challenges being faced by schools there. Um, and what are the government agencies involved saying? Yeah, so the Ministry of Education, a, a spokesperson there is saying uh, that they've had vans collecting students from their emergency housing in the morning, then taking them back uh, in the afternoon at the end of the school day. Uh, this began last year with around 50 students, but uh, at its peak, uh, there were around 160 students using that form of transport. Uh, meanwhile, the Ministry of Social Development is saying that they've actually uh, had a declining number of whānau in emergency housing in Rotorua. Um, they say they're in a difficult position, um, as they'd like to... Uh, be able to talk with schools to uh, share any concerns, but they're not able to share any personal information about Fano for privacy reasons. Uh, they say the uh, nature of emergency housing is such that uh, it is an emergency situation and uh, families become homeless often because their rental has come to an end. But wherever possible, they seek to accommodate those families uh, as close to the children's existing schools. Uh, the Ministry of Social Development also says that they link families with children in emergency housing to intensive case managers and contracted navigators, which helps them to stay connected to their community, health and education services and other necessary agencies. Thanks for that, Tom.